Hey, New Moons. I just want to pop in before the episode starts to let you know that you will hear transitional music between the different sections of this episode. I did that because there's going to be meditations and affirmations and journal prompts. So if you want to pause it, I'm giving you the option to basically have an exact point where you can pause the the episode at. Obrigada. Hey, little novas, new moons. I just said to you, what's up, new moons? If you're new here, hi, I'm Josie, and you are tuned into the frequency of the Luanova podcast. Luanova in Portuguese means new moon. So thank you for tuning in again. I'm going to jump right into today's topic because I'm going to be covering more than one aspect here, and I want to make sure that I get everything in. At Typical Virgo, I definitely made some notes. So if you are on any sort of social media, you may have heard of a new theory, which is a repackage theory, which is a repackage of <laughs> a very old concept. You may have heard of a theory that is currently going viral called April Theory. April Theory is based on a... <laughs> A very old concept that when spring comes, people are happier because time, uh, your clocks, your clocks may be set forward now, unless you're lucky and you live somewhere where they understand that that's not necessary. And the, of course, the sun is out longer. We all as human beings need vitamin D, which we get, of course, from sunlight. It's not uncommon for people to possibly feel happier in the spring and summer. This concept, however, really does not consider that adults don't see the world that same way. We don't base it on a school schedule because we have a schedule that is continuous. You know, there's not, for instance, our, our job doesn't, if you have a, a regular, you know, nine to five, which, or whichever your hours are, you don't go based on a particular season. Your job doesn't end, for instance, in June. <laughs> Unless you're a Tim somewhere. But for most of us, yes, your job is continuous. And that doesn't mean that we don't still have that same excitement for spring and summer. Because that might be, you might also feel like, oh, spring is sprung. And I feel a spring in my step, for instance. I, on the other hand, am somebody who feels this way when fall is coming. I'm a September baby, Virgo to the core. So September is when I get this feeling. And where, although it looks like to to most people that, you know, they always, I've, I've heard this many times, how can people be excited about cold weather? Well, when you live in the South, it means that there's actually something different. <laughs> because it's hot here all the time. That's not new. That's not new for us. We're, we're pretty used to it. So, and also, you know, given my bloodline, <laughs> so would my ancestors. So is it, so for me, none of this is a new, new, uh, feeling. And April theory is basically lucky girl syndrome repackaged. And since all of you are super intelligent, and <laughs> you already understand the concept of lucky girl syndrome. So I'm not going to reiterate something I already went over. 
feel free to listen to that episode. I'm not sure which one it was, but I believe it was one of my first episodes. But all of this is also a repackaging of Law of Attraction and Law of Assumption and really all of the 12 universal laws. So, or is it 13? I never can remember if it's 12 or 13 universal laws. So don't quote me. I think it's 12. But (laughs) the law of assumption and the law of attraction are key components of manifestation. April theory is just that. However, there is no such thing as a time of year being when there's a new era because we are all on a different frequency. We're all in a different area of our life. So for you, October might be when you have this feeling of a new era and a new beginning. January, when everything is, you know, in its winter state, may be that for you. And it may not be based on your birthday. It may not be based on anything other than that's when you personally feel that internal clock saying, man, I feel more awake. Man, I'm, I'm ready to get moving. So I never want you to put that limiting belief of it has to be this time of the year. It has to be this particular area of, you know, a season. Although as a practitioner, I can tell you, we do work with the moon or planets, or if you're, if you have a cycle, you might be working with your own cycle. So it, it all depends on if you need that help, you know, I'm, I personally do. I, <laughs> I work with all sorts of, I work with the moon. I work with Jupiter. I'm going to give you a, an, something that you can do and you don't have to be a practitioner to do to work with an upcoming event for Jupiter. So, and if you don't remember or you didn't hear that part of that episode, I did mention that Jupiter, that's the money planet. That is your, that's your, not only is it massive, it is a <laughs> the very representation of the frequency of manifesting. So I'll get back to later on in this episode, how you can work with Jupiter because it's coming up. So what are we going to need class? I see you in the back, raising your hand feverishly. I'm going to see if anybody else knows the answer. Okay. You. That's right. (laughs) A pen and paper or your notes app. Now you can choose to use that pen and paper to either journal on the topics I'm going to give you to either meditate or journal on, or you can just, if you want to take notes this episode, I always encourage taking notes because I know I listen to a ton of podcasts and I'm always researching different topics uh, regarding manifestation or spell work, etc. And sometimes I really wish I would have written down certain things, and especially when it uh, pertains to somebody in particular or an article so that I can reference it again. Because I am frequently forgetting what article I was reading, you know, what book recommendation I was given, etc. So, Here are your affirmations first, and you can meditate on these, which I'm going to talk about in just a second, or you can journal on them. You can always have, you know, a moment every single day to say these affirmations to yourself. If you don't want to say them out loud, you don't have to, but even if you're just reading them, it's all about training your subconscious to manifest what it is you're wanting in your life. 
The first one is I radiate positivity. The second one is I'm fearless because you see the sun is in the sign of Aries and Aries definitely represents a fearless zodiac sign. So embody that Aries energy of ramming into what it is they want <laughs> or ramming into competition, etc. And the last one is my thoughts become my reality. And be careful with that one because it's very much so true. Words are spells. So what sort of spells are you putting over your life? If you choose to meditate on these affirmations, I'm going to briefly go over what meditation is and how to go about using it in your everyday life. Because this, that's a paid part of uh, what I offer within uh, my practitioner services, then this is going to be a very brief overview. Meditation is basically when you're focusing a thought or idea, um, it could also be focused on, an, on a particular object you want, such as a car or a house. It can be focusing on a dream or a goal or teaching yourself how to be present in that moment. It's also a way to connect with your spirit guides and also to connect with yourself. So that's just kind of a brief overview of what meditation is. If you find yourself thinking of your grocery list, etc., that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. I meditate every single day. As soon as I wake up, it's the first thing I do. And the reason why I do that is so that I can still be connected to my spirit guides because of course when we wake up we're still in a, in a dream state so it's also been a big part of how i manifest so i'm not telling you to, that you have to meditate the first thing in the morning when you wake up you may be you may prefer to meditate in the afternoon or at night it is all based on what fits your life and your schedule and also what time of the day etc I'll be honest, uh, I enjoy meditating later on in the day, but for me, in order to get that time in with my spirit guides and to have that moment of clarity to start my day, I prefer to meditate immediately. So it's up to you. And I've already given you plenty of options as to if you need meditation music. Again, I'm Josie the Mustang on any platform that I do have. So if you have Spotify, I, I do have meditation playlists on there, different ones, depending on what it is that you're wanting to manifest on, or I'm sorry, or you're wanting to meditate on. And if you just want to meditate and there's nothing in particular, my, uh, the main playlist that I always update is called the EFT tapping and meditation playlist. Uh, An EFT tapping episode is upcoming, but I actually, when I do my EFT tapping, do it to meditation music so that I can stay in the uh, meditation state. So I gave you the affirmations that I gave you three. You can always add your own, but if you want to meditate on this or journal on this, here are the questions I have for you. What are you grateful for? Not what are you grateful for right now? Not what are you grateful for in the past? What are you grateful for? What are you drawing in or who are you drawing in? What dream, what goal, what person, what, <laughs> etc. What are you drawing in? And the last one is how are you blessing other people? 
in order to match the vibration of what it is that you're wanting. In order to stay in a high vibrational state, which is when we reach our highest self, your highest self is you. It is the best version of you. In order to reach that state, it is not about asking spirit guides to give, give, give. They are not genies. The universe is also not your genie. And I definitely wouldn't play with a planet like Jupiter or Pluto and ask them to be your genies. <laughs> They've got that, that energy that I wouldn't mess with. But every time that we match the frequency of gratitude, of giving, that is high vibrational. You'll, you'll hear a lot of us hippie boho witches say this, high vibration. That doesn't mean everything is always high vibrational, okay? Because if you think that I don't have low vibrations, <laughs> we are all two sets. Well, not just two sides. We're all many facets. So we have those in us and it is important that we accept that everything is not always good. Everything not, is not always bad and that everything doesn't even fall into just those two categories. Sometimes it just is. And in fact, that is very pop, that is a very, not a popular, very known theme in meditation is concentrating on what just is, accepting what just is. And that, and that, as I said in a previous episode, that doesn't mean accepting mediocrity. But every time you bless others, you will in turn be blessed. That is a concept that goes across many different types of faith. So you may have heard it before. When you meditate also on what you're grateful for, that level of gratitude, your, that makes your spirit guides do a little dance. That really butters their toast, okay? So that, <laughs> you talk about getting what it is you want, be grateful for it. Not that fake gratitude, genuine gratitude. And in the future episode, and I can already tell you that this is going to be around November, there's going to be an episode on gratitude. So... And whatever it is that you're wanting to draw in, your goal, your dream, when I say a person, as I mentioned in the Love Spell episode, I hope it's not anybody that you shouldn't be <laughs> trying to draw in because I don't want you to waste your energy on something like that. But how, what exactly are you drawing in? What if it, and here's the thing that I didn't mention. It could also be self-love. Maybe you're trying to draw in more self-love, more self-care. And if that's the case, then I, I love that. I love that for you. <laughs> and now I want to get into something that I mentioned before. I want you to mark on your calendars or write it down April the 10th and the 11th. Okay, so not to be all limiting beliefy. I know I made that up. Just let me have it. <laughs> I've tried to record this three times, but my bracelets are making too much of an appearance and I refuse to take them off. So <clears throat> with that being said, the April theory does have somewhat of a point in that certain times of the year, it is easier to manifest or bring in blessings. And you may also notice within those certain times of the year, great things happening as opposed to other times of the year. However, what I don't agree with is that it's always at the same time for everyone. That's nonsense. So you can call yours the April theory, October theory, whatever. You know, we discussed that. 
But with the eclipse season starting and also Mercury retrograde starting, these are both at the end of the month. I want to give you this, um, I wouldn't call it a spell. I'll just say that I'm going to give you this tool that you can use and within your own manifestations or within your own practices, if you are a witch like myself. So we have, we already know how to make moon water. And if you're not familiar, I did mention this in the love spell episode, but how to make Jupiter water is going to be just slightly different. It's going to be just one small difference. And that is that you're going to leave your water out during the day because on April the 10th and the 11th, that is when Jupiter conjuncts with the sun. It is called a Kazemi, which in astrological terms, and I know this is based on an Arabic word, so I apologize for if I chop that up, means the heart of the sun. And it means when a planet is within one degree of the sun. So take your water. And as I discussed before, if you don't have certain things, use what you have. The water should be, should be filtered though. I don't like using the word should a lot, but, um, filtered water is what you always want to give spirits, etc. So take your bottled water or your water that's been through a filter. And if you don't have anything glass to put it in, I'm not going to shade you because you use plastic. I'm just not, you know, I oftentimes use plastic, plastic cups on my altar because I have to clean them and switch them out often on my altars. Sorry. And <laughs> you're going to leave that water out. However, because <laughs> water evaporates, you're going to check on this one. So if you know, if you leave it while you go to work, school, etc., just know that when you get home, you're going to need to race <laughs> to make sure it hasn't completely evaporated. However, because we're working with energy here, if it did evaporate, whatever it is you put it in, the jar, the bottle it was in, etc., use that. Okay. I'm, I think that that is just fine. But we're going to hope here that <laughs> it didn't evaporate. If you work from home like I do, then you don't really, you know, you, you probably have a moment to go check on it. So I'm not really going to give you the same leeway. <laughs> now, Jupiter water, you can use the same way that you would moon water. However, because Jupiter is a planet of blessings, manifestation, etc., the money planet, then you can use this one to manifest. You can bathe in it, put it in your plants to help them grow. If you want your your uh, your pets to be a little bit lucky, give your pet some of that water. You can also drink this water because it has been filtered. Put it in your beauty products. Of course, don't put too much so you don't water it down. I do put moon water in some of my beauty products sometimes. Um, you can have it, of course, as an offering. I have a money altar. My money altar is also my Jupiter altar. So my Jupiter water is going to be going on that altar. You can give it to your deities if you work with those, your spirit guides, etc. And that, let me see if there's anything else that I wrote down. Of course, you can use it to cleanse. I do put moon water in my uh, protection sprays that I make. I don't sell protection sprays, just, you know, one that I make and I give to close family, boyfriend, etc. pet. You know, yes, I spray my Pomeranian with 
<laughs> protection spray. He actually really loves it. But those are just a few ways that you can use your Jupiter water. Definitely share some with me. I love that. You know, put some bay leaves in there. Bay leaves are used for drawing in money and drawing in good luck and good fortune. So there you go. I just gave you something that you can use as a tool for either your spell work or just in everyday life. You do not have to be a practitioner for any of these things that I give you. And I completely forgot to mention that the reason why I was saying to get this all done before um, eclipse season and Mercury retrograde is that, yes, although you can manifest during those times and some great things you can manifest, I <laughs> also know that, um, you know, Mercury likes to make things a little wonky for us, a little difficult. So it is basically my way of saying do whatever you want. But if you want to just make it a little easier on yourself, try and get this all done before those two dates of April the 19th and the 21st. I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Frequency of the Luanova podcast. Obrigada. That means thank you. I genuinely appreciate it. You can find me on my website at the Luanova dot bigcartel.com if you want to book a reading or if you would like to book meditation services, EFT tapping services, etc. with me. You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok and Spotify at Josie the Mustang and that is all one word. If you're listening to me on the Apple Podcast app, please leave me a five-star review. I am trying to get my podcast heard. I'm doing popular episodes and they're not they're not having the, the numbers that other, other people are having that are doing the exact same topics. So, <laughs> and that is because I understand that my show is very new. So I want to get the word out there. I want to help as many people as possible for the free. Thank you so much. Obrigada. Ciao.